Have you been told you need an amazing welcome sequence for your business, but you're not really sure what a welcome sequence is? Or maybe you do know how a welcome sequence works, what it is, how it can increase conversions and grow your email list, but you don't have any idea how to put one together. If this all sounds familiar, then today's episode is for you, my friend. I'm going to break down what a welcome sequence is why it's important, and how to create your own. So if you're ready, let's dive in. This is the School of Marketing for Digital Entrepreneurs. My name is Megan Ward, creator of the Pop-Up Podcast and founder of the Email Template Shop. I believe that running a profitable digital business does not require subscribing to the hustle culture in order to make a comfortable living and find freedom in the things that you love most. If you dream of having a digital business without the constant late night work sessions, then you're in the right place. So you can find simple strategies to set you apart in your industry with real actionable steps for this digital marketing world so that you can grow and build your business. The only question is, are you ready? If so, welcome to the School of Marketing podcast. Welcome back to episode 12. I just want to say thank you to everyone that has reached out, commented, emailed, sent things, and just sent your well wishes for everything that we've been going through this summer with dad and his surgery and this season of life. It's It's been something I was not prepared for to have three small kids and go through all of this, but I am so grateful for each and every one of you. And, you know, maybe we have an episode sometime about how to navigate these tough seasons of life as a business owner, but let's get back to what we came to talk about today. So what we're going to cover first is what a welcome sequence actually is and why you need one. A welcome sequence is a series of emails that helps you to welcome those new subscribers in and allows them to get to know you. It also helps you to segment your list and encourage your subscribers to book a call or maybe to apply to work with you or check out a product or a service that you have. You might have heard a welcome sequence also called a nurture sequence or a top of funnel sequence before. And that's because it's one of the beginning steps in nurturing a relationship with your audience, which all begins at the top of your sales funnel. It makes sense, right? Now, don't be intimidated by all the things a welcome sequence can do for your business and your email list, because your welcome sequence is important, but it doesn't have to be long or complicated to get the job done. My five-step signature framework will help you to figure out when to send an email and what to say, so let's get into it. Your first email is your delivery email, and you're going to want to send that immediately. So this is where you send them the instructions to download their freebie or a link to log into your site or a confirmation of their order. Because your subscribers are looking for that opt-in or that thing that they just were promised, I want you to keep this email short and sweet. Just deliver the goods and that's it. You can say something like, hey friend, thanks so much for downloading my guide. It's packed full of advice or resources to help make things easier for you. And then sign off with a let me know what you think about it or send your questions my way. And that's it. Next is your second email and it's going to help build brand awareness and connection with your audience. I highly recommend sending it about one hour after your delivery email. 
This email is going to introduce those new subscribers to your business and let them know what to expect in your future emails. Inside this email, you can talk about what you do, why they should listen to you. For example, I've been in your shoes before and I learned hard lessons the hard way so you don't have to. That's something that you could say. I also want you to put a little button inside this second email that says, just in case you missed it, here's your opt-in. It just gives them another chance to go download that valuable resource that you've provided to them. Your third email will introduce a problem, a pain point, or a struggle that they are having. You'll then position a resource or a tool of yours as a solution. This is in addition to the other opt-in. And maybe it's just a blog that you already have. Maybe it's a quick um, reel that you created that helps that you can put in front of them as well. You don't have to reinvent the wheel and you don't have to create a second opt-in. And I want you to send this third email one day after that second email. Inside this email, you could say, yesterday you downloaded this freebie and I hope you found it helpful, but maybe you're also struggling with or experiencing this and then insert the problem. That's why I created this other tool or program resource, whatever you want to call it, and I want to share it with you. So this third email accomplishes two things. It's going to show your subscribers what you have to offer other than what they've already downloaded. And number two, it helps them become a bigger fan of yours and encourages them to stay subscribed. Okay, so we've got three emails down, only two more to go. On your fourth email, you're going to train your subscribers to take action. I recommend sending this email one day after email number three. The goal of your fourth email is to help your audience feel comfortable interacting with you, replying to your email with questions, reaching out to you via DMs, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you. And in that fourth email, you're going to talk about what you've shared with them so far and remind them that you're here to help. So ask them what they need help with. It's simple as that. Ask for a reply. Okay, so we've gotten to the final email. Maybe. Maybe it's the final one. I'll explain what I mean by that in just a second. Your fifth email is a bit of a choose your own adventure kind of thing. And you can choose one of three paths. You can choose to set up the expectations and let them know when and how often that you're going to show up in their inbox. This option is when this is the end of your welcome sequence and you're going to start sending your weekly newsletters. Or another option is you can begin to sell to them now. Or, third option, you can keep your welcome sequence going a little bit longer by further nurturing that relationship. And whichever path you take, remember to thank them for being subscribed and include a call to action, or you'll hear me say a CTA, so that is a call to action. Now, what you choose to do at this point for that fifth email, it totally depends on you and your end goals, and it's going to impact how long your welcome sequence is. And that's why before you start mapping out each email inside this welcome sequence, I recommend starting at the end, keep the end in mind, and map out the journey that you want your subscribers to follow. You might be surprised to find that you don't want to sell to your audience at all during this sequence, and that's fine. Or you may want to warm them up to a bigger ticket purchase like a program or a course, and then your welcome sequence might need to be longer at that point. And all of this is 100% okay. You're doing what's right for you, for your business, and for your audience, and that's what matters. 
Okay, my friends. So let's recap this five-step welcome sequence framework. Email one is the delivery email that should be sent immediately. You're going to deliver the goods, keep it short and sweet. And then there was email two, where you introduce yourself. You connect with your audience and you're going to send that email one hour after the delivery email. Email three is where you introduce your customer's problem, their pain point, offer them a quick win, and send that email one day after the second email. Email four will train your audience to act and to feel comfortable engaging with you and send that email one day after your third email. And then there's email five, where you set expectations. You begin to sell or you continue your welcome sequence. It's totally up to you. And you're going to send that email one day after the fourth email. And there you have it. Five steps, maybe more, to put your own welcome sequence together. Just remember, when you start building your own sequence, keep it as long or as short as you need it to be. I think mine has six emails in it right now. And if you follow the framework and create those emails with purpose, you're golden. So I hope this episode has brought more clarity to what welcome sequences are and what they should include. If you're looking for more guidance or if you're short on time and want a killer welcome sequence sooner rather than later, I have something that will help. I have an email welcome sequence and strategy that comes with the template swipe files over in the email template shop, and I'll link it for you here in the show notes. Basically, this has everything that you need to create your email welcome sequence, plus the strategy, a visual automation map for setting up your emails, and a quick refresh on creating a lead magnet that your audience wants. So grab your welcome sequence strategy with templates swipe files now so that you can get started growing your list and increasing conversions. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the School of Marketing podcast today. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star review and hit the follow or subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. This will help the show reach even more entrepreneurs like you. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all the details mentioned in today's episode. And a big thanks to Studio Pizza Productions for making this show sound amazing in your AirPods. If you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out the email template shop and join the School of Marketing community on Facebook. And remember, may your email list forever be larger than your social media following.